0: The Murray State Basketball Podcast is brought to you by the Murray Flower Company. If you're in Callaway County and need flowers, the best place to go is the Murray Flower Company. Whether you're celebrating a new arrival, the life of a loved one, or any point in between, the Murray Flower Company has you covered. Visit them on the square in Murray at 403 Maple Street or online at murrayflowercompany.com. Welcome into the belated Murray State Basketball Podcast, the ride home edition as Murray State. I think they've done something they have not done all year long. And that was as expected. Walked in and hammered a team. And they did that yesterday with Evansville, 78-61. Five racers in double figures, led by the freshman, Justin Morgan, off the bench, he had 15 in a real coming out party for him. But this was, again, this was one of those games where you look at it on the schedule and you're like, this is a game they should go over and win comfortably. And part of the schedule this year, there have not been, and again, we don't, in everything we talk about, we don't talk about the non-Division one games, but I mean, it's like th- there weren't really any layups on this schedule this year outside of maybe Lindsey Wilson. And certainly this is prob- probably the one game on the schedule that had this makeup was Chicago State. And that one, again, required uh, the ultimate... Houdini effort at the end to get out of there with a one-point win. But this was a conference game. Again, every metric, the worst team in the league, and Murray went over and just blitzed them from the jump. And blitzed them in a way that you're like, this this is the team we have been hoping to see this year. And it, it took a little while. But this is the best they have played. I mean, I think you go back to and I don't think it's that much of a stretch. I think you have to go back to Tulsa that last game uh, of the of the Myrtle Beach tournament, and that was November twentieth. I mean, that was six weeks ago. At this point, uh, just a just a it w- it was everything, especially early, but those first ten minutes that you, that you're like this this is what we have waited to see. This is. You know, you look up and it's twenty-three to two, and there seemed to be a point of emphasis early. You know, from the coaching staff, where every every coach every time Murray would get a turnover, would force a turnover, or would uh, you know get the defensive rebound. Which I, there was a lot of defensive rebounds because Evansville looked like they were shooting into a shooting into a Pringle can on their end. Just could not. Uh, find the range at all but suddenly every every murray state coach uh in the gray pullover looked like a third base coach uh at bush stadium just just had the windmill going like let's go let's go let's go and it was just it was just a layup line in the early going and it was a layup line in the standpoint of we got the ball let's turn let's run and you're outrunning the other team down the floor, you're filling your lanes, and you're finishing. And those are things that have not necessarily been uh we haven't seen a lot of that, you know, in, in the early going of the year. Eight Evansville turnovers in the first half. I believe that led to 12 first half points. I mean, it was just turn them over, turn, run, lay it in. I was like, wow. I mean, I, we have not seen that this year. Hard stop. I mean that that's that is uh, the old the old yesteryear. I mean that was classic Murray State stuff. And again, I, I feel like we've we've said this more than once this year that you kind of want to is like does this maybe unlock some things? I don't know because you know the bottom line is Evansville is everything we expected them to be. I mean they are right now they are 12 out of 12 in this league. But so I mean I I guess if you want if you want to be captain glass half empty, I mean that that's that's the cloud over the game, if you want to say that is that Evansville's not good. Okay. But if if the Murray State team we had seen for good chunks of the last month had come out and played yesterday, it could have been one of those random why are we up six at the final media timeout? When that was not that was not ever the case. That was not ever the case. The game got tight ish late, but I thought that was the part where Murray showed some maturity to never let never let Evansville make a true run. I mean their 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 biggest run of the game was was six unanswered. So the, there was never that the, the return avalanche, you know, that you saw out of Murray, where it was 15 0 out of the gate and then 23 2 and so on. Uh, but yeah, it got to 14. But I remember I remember there was a um gosh, I think it was Mick Cronin's first year. And I believe if memory serves, racers went to Moorhead State and i think they were up 30 in the first half and I remember talking to him about that game after you know uh, the following week and his point was and and, and i know this point goes to a, the general uh the general coaching paranoia that you're always waiting for the for the other shoe to drop at some point he's like when you're up 30 in the first half you're not like, we're, we're not going to win by 60. Like, that's that's not going to happen. So he's like, you're just trying to make sure 30 doesn't suddenly become 10. And so when it's when it's 25, you know, it's 37 to 12 late in the first half. You're like, okay, this is, you're up 25. You're not going to win by 50. But you just have to make sure this game doesn't become a game again. Because now that you know, now it has been set up where Steve can start working in other guys, start spreading out the bench a little more, which we saw in the first half. I mean, we saw we saw nine guys in the first half, which is what you would certainly hope. I mean, if there's if there's any disappointment, and I mean I use that in, in as lucid a, a way as possible, is that you know in the final, you know, final five minutes. Um, they made enough of a run where, you know, the lead is in the 20s, and then it just kind of chipped away and got to 14. I think 14 is as close as they got to 12, 71 And, you know, there's still two and a half minutes left. It's 12, and it's just like it was just that time when, uh, if it still could have been 20, then you can get everybody in. You know, you get everybody in, and you can get everybody, you know, get everybody – three, four minutes of, of run time rather than maybe just in the last 30 seconds. Uh, but, again, that's that's kind of picking nits, you know, in the end. Uh, the, the fact that Evansville made some mini runs and then Murray would immediately respond with a quick four or six back in the other direction, and, you know, it'd get to 14, 15, and then, boop, it's right back up to 20. And so this was a game that the racers were never threatened, never uncomfortable and it was one they needed. It was one they needed. Justin Morgan, welcome to it. Hit his first shot of the game. Hit his first three of the game. I think it was the last time we we visited on this uh, on this podcast. Talked about sort of his his excitement when he gets in the game. And it was like, was it a matter of could he just maybe slow his slow his body down ten percent? You know, just just. Calm down because it just felt like he, was, he gets so excited and he maybe rushes just a little bit on some of the shots. And, you know, yesterday, a career-high 15, team-high 15, knocked down three threes, made his first two of the year, which is funny, on January 1st, his first two of the year, and then he made two of them. uh, And I thought the neatest part about that was, and and there's probably a couple different ways to look at it, that, you know, one, the starters, when, when he was in the game, there were some starters on the bench, and just the absolute celebration of those guys on the bench, watching him have a big night. You know, I think one part, it's like, awesome, we've got somebody else that can score, because that has certainly been an issue at points this year. Somebody outside the starting five. Uh, but two, it was that's those are dudes rooting for their teammate and you're like that, that, those are the moments where you look at it and you're like, okay that's that is a healthy team And at least in the moment I mean that's like the, it is teams and chemistry and all that I mean it's such a fragile ecosystem but in that moment you're like, okay, everything's really good right now. And and that was that was super positive to see. And to see him, you know, go out and get fifteen, he is going to be if this team has hopes of being successful in the next two months, Justin Morgan's gonna have to be a piece of that. Because as we talked about after the SIU game, that Murray has really lacked this year the guys who can just spot up and knock down shots. As we have spoken about for two months, since the beginning of the season. Freshman, what do you bring to the table? Justin Morgan, I make threes. And he's been more of a taker than a maker in the early going. But yesterday, he was a maker. And he was maker in bunches. And that's that's where it opens up so, so much uh, for this team moving forward. So that was really... Uh, good to see. The heart attack of the game obviously came 825 left in the first half. Rob Perry goes down and grabs his ankle. I mean you're up 19. It's 25 to 6. He goes up for a three comes down to the defender's foot and it's just laying on the ground writhing in pain holding his ankle and it was just oh lord is this what this is going to be like of all the you know of all the games where you're just rolling and it's like let's just get through it and and then your best scorer goes down. And you're like, what does this mean? And then he was back in 30 seconds later. But it was it was an absolute, it was a 30-second heart attack of, of, I don't know, they don't have anyone they can lose. I mean, they just don't. But certainly, certainly not Rob. Sam Murray got in the game, uh, didn't score. But as soon as he got in the game, got a block shot. I mean, it's just, uh, again, for the freshman, what do you do? Comes in the game, uh made a great spot there, man made a great block there, and and again, just just helping out wherever he can. He is a work in progress offensively, but that uh to be able to come in, grab a rebound, get a block, had an assist, just fill in other parts uh of the scoreboard. Kenny White, first time since Texas AM that he hit more than one three-pointer in a game. Still shooting 22% for the year, but he made his first two. And, you know, he's one of those, again, one of the racers uh, that ended up in double figures. He had 11. I believe it's also the first time this year he has finished with double figures in back-to-back games, as I quickly pull that up, because, again, I don't want to let the facts get in the way of a good story. Yeah. Yeah. First time this year, back to back. So hopefully he's starting. I mean, you look at starting at the Valpo game, six against Valpo, four against Bellarmine, none against Chicago State. 15 with Austin P, two against Middle, and then to go 13 and 11 against SIU and Evansville, it's like, okay, maybe, and and to see him, seven of 16 from the floor, three of eight from three, seven of 10 from the free throw line. He's shooting at a at a nice clip and uh you know hopefully that can continue uh because it was we have spoken about ad nauseum you know he's a certain certainly a big piece for them that has had moments of he's just kind of disappeared five rebounds as well against Evansville you know that's something that you know we had that good stretch early in the year and I, I remember very first very first ride home against slew one rebound is like that can't happen and after that Six against AM, 7 against UMass, five against Tulsa, eight against Chattanooga, four against Illinois State. But after that, one, one, zero, six against P, one, two. I was like, that, that's that's just not enough. And to see him go out and get five yesterday, uh, that was swinging in the right direction. And hopefully, uh, hopefully that can continue. Jacoby Woods, 6.6 rebounds, six assists. Uh, nice all-around game. Uh, From him, just from a team standpoint, I thought the ball moved so much better than we have seen, really, in a lot of points of the whole season. And to see, you know, 15 assists after coming off a game where, uh, you know, coming off that, uh, let's see, game by game, Southern Illinois, they had... That is the opponent, the team, you know, six assists, which was a season low against SIU uh, to then come back and, and have 15 and just five turnovers. That has been the one thing this year that this team has not done is they don't turn the ball over. Uh, and only five on the night was was spectacular. Seven steals, steals equal layups, and you just saw that early. That I mean, that was a lot of those assists of just getting out, running, and – uh, just did such a, gosh, just just beating on the drum over and over. But it was it was it was, it was, it was like I don't my squinting. I was like, what year did I wake up in? Because the this was this is not the team that has gotten out and and they just haven't run all year. And hopefully we can. But I think also it comes back to they finished at the rim. You know the amount of layups they have missed this year has been. I don't know if it's felonious. It's at least a misdemeanor. And they did a really good job of finishing uh, at the rim there yesterday. So, uh, but again, you know, we look big picture now. You're 3-1 and one in the league. And as we quickly glance at what we saw over the weekend, Bradley hammered UIC on Saturday, 79-45. Northern Iowa beats Illinois State, 66-60. And then yesterday we had... Uh, Indiana State over Valpo. Missouri State beats Drake at home. And then SIU is down five at the half. And they held Belmont to 17 points in the second half to go on to win 63-45. So a really uh, strong effort. And I'm just telling you, I I think SIU is as good as there is in this league. But, you know, we're four games into a 20-game schedule. We'll see how it all shakes out as we move forward. Injuries will – likely play a big part at some point but uh for for someone in the conference race just see if SIU can stay healthy but you know we' we're, we're five games in or we're four games in Indiana State's at 4 and0 and then it's SIU Bradley, Murray and Missouri State all at three and one So the racers have done what they've needed to do so far they have beat the teams they have supposed to gotten wins over i don't even think that was english they have beaten the teams they were supposed to illinois state valpo evansville three of the four worst teams excuse me three of the four worst teams record wise in the league so you've beaten who you have you're supposed to now the schedule's starting to turn where okay now when are you going to get a win maybe you weren't supposed to when are you going to beat you know, you, you got teams of, of your same ilk that you are going to face? And that is what's coming up here, you know, in the next in the next couple of weeks. And it starts on Wednesday when they welcome in Bradley, who right now I think has, you know, even though they are three and one, uh they they are making the run for we're the best team in this league. Racers are going to get Bradley on Wednesday. Saturday they've got Drake, who was the preseason pick to win this whole thing. They're eleven and four overall. Um, lost a couple games on the road, but they are seven and zero at home, and that's a national TV game. So, I mean, I, I think that you know, you always want to win all of them. But I think if if Murray, you want to protect the home court, they got to get one of these two this week. I think if they can get one of these two this week, you can say, all right, this is a team that is going to be able to make a run at this thing this year. It's still in the conversation to make a run at this thing. They go 0-2 and they're sitting at 3-3. and All right, now you're just, all right, we're, we're, we're playing for seeding and, and so on, you know, moving forward. But that's, that's kind of down the line, uh, quite obviously. But I, I think just this is, this is a big week. This is a big week. How, for real, uh, in the big picture, can this team be? And with two with two super tests, and again, one of them on national TV coming up this weekend. So, uh, overall, yesterday, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a stretch. I think that's the best Murray has played uh, all year. And now it's just when the competition rises up, can they can they rise up uh, as well? And uh, we will find out on Wednesday uh, against bradley uh i've got some personal stuff going on the next couple of days i'm not sure we're going to have a pre bradley preview but we will uh definitely have a ride home edition after the game on wednesday night i will be if you can't make it to the cfsb center i will be on the call on espn plus uh for the racers and the braves seven o'clock central time at the uh, cfsb center but uh, for now good vibes to start out the new year for the racers as they get the 78-61 win over Evansville. And uh, next up, it'll be Murray State Bradley uh, on Wednesday. Thanks for listening, as always, and we will talk to you soon on the Murray State Basketball Podcast.